testing, testing one, two, is this thing on? Is this actually happening? Is season two of the She Believe podcast finally out? Are we finally able to sit back together and just chat as friends? Because, ooh, does this feel good? And has it been far too long since we've gotten to do this? So if you are new here, hello, I am Caroline. If you were a part of the community in season one, welcome back. It is so good to be chatting with you today. So not only is this an exciting day because we're launching season two, but this is also exactly a year from when I launched the She Believe podcast on December 16th, 2019, a year ago today. So this is a big deal. I'm really excited to be back with you guys. I have missed you. You guys are probably wondering, like, where the heck have I been the past six months? Because the podcast kind of just stopped in July. Um, I didn't really intend for that to happen. It kind of just did. Um, so it was very unexpected to you and to me. And so don't worry, I will be explaining everything where I've been over the past six months and also just welcoming you to this new season of life that I'm in, this new season of the podcast, and also really as we move into a new year. So I just want to say thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you for today's conversation where I'm not only going to be telling you what I've been up to, but really bringing you into this conversation about fear, about the things that paralyze us and keep us from doing what God is calling us to do. I think this is a message that I have seen a lot in my life over the past few months play out. And I think this is something we all need to be reminded of as we go into a new year. So whether you're new, whether you've been here for a while, I just want to say thank you again. This just means everything to me that you're here, and I cannot wait to begin this journey with you. So without further ado, let's hop into today's episode. Welcome to the She Believe podcast, or should I say community? I'm your host, Caroline Rose Owens, and I'm here to be your personal cheerleader as we journey together towards discovering more fully who God has created us to be. The She Believe Podcast is our time to chat as friends and dig deep into the things that inspire, motivate, and encourage us to answer our individual callings. Thanks for joining the conversation. I hope you know you are always welcome. Season two, new intro, so much going on over here, but I hope you guys liked it. And I hope that this episode today is really going to speak to you and offers you even just a little bit of peace or advice, um, just wisdom moving forward in whatever season you are in your life, whether this is something that's applicable now or you can jot it down and remind yourself later. Because I think this is a story that we all sometime in our lives or another will come across, um, just this, this paralyzing fear that consumes us and that really paralyzes us in our mission is the best way that I can think of it. So, to really give you guys the full picture, whether you're new, whether this is something maybe you've heard before, is I want to bring you back to the summer of 2019. So this was about a year and a half ago, which just seems crazy, but I had finished my junior year of college. I was going into my senior year, not really sure what the future was going to hold. I had just gotten out of a long-term relationship kind of my world looked so different. It just felt rocked and I had no idea what direction I wanted to go in. I was going to be a senior in college, which is daunting in itself. And I kind of knew I was graduating early. So I didn't have much time and I knew that I needed to do something big. And I had already had a platform on Instagram. I was known as the College Catholic where I would just share what it was like to live out my faith in college 
how you could go to church during the week, which some people would think is crazy, but you could lead a Bible study, you could go to church during the week, you could go to adoration. Um, but I was still in a sorority. I still love to spend time with my friends um, and do a lot of the good things that college has to offer that when people think that living out your faith tells you that you can't do. So I started that platform actually my sophomore year. And by the time that I was going into my senior year, I just knew that I wanted to do more. And I had some incredible, incredible friends in this space who were doing amazing things. They were making and selling rosaries. Shout out Mari from West Coast Catholic. I knew women who were just drawing and selling their prints and making jewelry and just doing incredible things with their gifts and talents to glorify God and to support their community. And I too wanted to support my community and love and serve you guys better. And I just had no idea how to do that. And I really felt like I had no gifts and talents to share. The only thing I ever really felt certain of was my ability to communicate, my ability to build relationships. And that's kind of why I started the blog, so I could be that mentor and that older sister and that friend. But I didn't know what it looked like beyond that. So going back to that summer, I was in an internship. And long story short, while I was driving one day, listening to a couple of my favorite podcasts in the car, I kind of had this aha moment where it kind of felt like God was speaking directly to my heart through the woman that was talking on the podcast that I was listening to. And I was like, Caroline, this could be you. She is saying the things that are resonating with your heart and that are speaking to you. And that's what you desire to do for other women. So why isn't this you? And it kind of just all made sense to me. Podcasts weren't super big at the time. I had only really started getting into them. I kind of thought they were kind of kind of weird at first. Why would I just listen to some random person talk? Um, but it started to really stir in my heart that this is something that I needed to do. And so if you're interested in more of this story and kind of more in depth, definitely check out my very first episode where I go into depth about starting the podcast and all of that. But I'm sharing this because I think it begins the start of where that fear really started to take seed in my mission. So I knew that I was called to this, but I felt really unequipped and I was so sure that God was calling me to do this, but I had no idea how he was going to make it possible. And so I learned, I did a lot of research, I spent a lot of my evenings during my last semester of college, late at night, laying in my bed, making my website, researching how I produce a podcast, like as crazy as that sounds. Um... But I just, I just could never get myself to finally do it. And praise God for good friends and good community that motivated me to finally pick up the mic that I spent all the money on and all the equipment and to just actually hit record. And I think what's crazy is here I am recording season two and that same fear that I experienced over a year and a half ago, I was still experiencing in the weeks and the months leading up to this moment that I'm speaking to you right now. So don't think that I have everything together, that I have it all figured out, that I have walked to this really straight linear path that has gotten me today super full of confidence coming to you as an expert. I started this podcast because I want to walk beside you, not necessarily in front of you. I Maybe I'm a step or two ahead, um, but I want to show you that holiness, sainthood is attainable. And that we're all going to fall and we're all going to make mistakes, but we're all learning together. And I really just want to be that older friend and that mentor to you. So 
when I finally decided to pick up the mic and record my first episodes, I was just so sure that this was what I was supposed to be doing because I experienced such an immense amount of joy. And time and time again, after I would record each episode, I would just be filled with this peace and this confidence um, that all the hard work that I was doing all the time that I was putting in was worth it. Um, Even when I would prepare and I would feel like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't going to say the right thing, or even when I was speaking and talking to guests, I was like, oh, that didn't sound good. But then I would receive a message from you guys that would be like, this is exactly what I needed to hear. And I would feel re-encouraged and reinvigorated and just have the courage and the perseverance to move forward. So that kind of sums up last year. Um, About this time, I launched the podcast. And then, as I said, I graduated in December. And so I had all of this time really to myself um, to really dive into this ministry and discover what it is that I wanted it to be. But along the way, I actually landed a dream job that I didn't know was actually a job. So I got hired as an account manager at Ringlet, which is an incredible women-owned marketing agency that works for Um, women-owned small businesses in the DMV area. And so I finally began that job in June. And I would say this is really where the water started to get murky again. So God does these things in our lives where he answers our dreams, right? Like think in your life how many times you have prayed for really big things, whether it be admission to the college that you're at, or maybe it's a boyfriend, or maybe it's a good grade on a test or, you know, it really could be anything, a job. And how many times God answers our dreams, really big dreams, and then we don't even realize it. We get into them and maybe we say thank you at first. You know, that's where I was. I was like, thank you, God, for answering this dream of being able to serve women in a capacity in a marketing agency um, field that I didn't even know necessarily was a dream, but it seemed even better But then I kind of got into the nitty gritty of it where I felt really overwhelmed and I had that imposter syndrome. Um, If you guys know where that is, where it's like you don't feel good enough, you feel like you're faking it and that's the only way that you're making it. Um, I was in this marketing role and I loved it. I love my clients. I love my company. I literally could not be more grateful for the team that I'm on. Slight plug, if you don't follow at Ringlet DC, you definitely should. Um... But anyways, I was in the middle of this dream, dream job, and I just felt so overwhelmed. Um, And so when I was doing the podcast, I was still at home. I was preparing to move to D.C. to continue this job in person. And I just knew that it was time for a break because I was just preparing my last month at home and I wanted to really be present to my family. I wanted to give myself just kind of a little bit of leeway as I transitioned into a new place. Um, and I just knew it was good. I knew that God wanted me to take a step back. I kind of just told you guys, my community, that I was doing it and received a lot of really good feedback and just encouragement. And I just felt a lot of peace. Um, but as I, as I took that time off, I fell back into that place that I wasn't needed, that I wasn't good enough. Um, and that this ministry that I felt once so clearly was my call, I I had that fear come back in. And truthfully, I, I had the courage to step back up and to record more episodes. I really recorded one more episode. But after 
the, the episode, we were like five minutes away from it completing. It just completely froze and we lost the entire thing. And I was like, all right, this is either the devil, like really trying to get in the way of something good, or this is God telling me like, Caroline, you really need a break. So after that, I was kind of just defeated. I was like, you know, I'm just raising my hands. I'm giving myself permission to take a break. And I did. I took a break and I moved to DC and I kind of began my new life. Um, But as I took a break from this podcast, I took a break from the community. I also feel like I let my prayer time slip away. And I think many of us can relate to this as we change our routines, as we move, as we go to college, as we go on break. It's really easy to lose a prayer routine that we once had. But I think what was difficult for me was that my prayer was tied up a lot in praying for you guys as a community, praying for my ministry. Um, And when I was taking a break from that, I kind of subconsciously allowed myself to take a break from prayer about my ministry too. And I want to tell you why that now looking back, I can see why I did this. And I, I know it. I know it is because I didn't want God to ask me to step back up and do it again. Because I got to a spot where I didn't want to dream anymore because I was scared of my dreams. And so how many of you look at your dreams, look at the next five years of your life, maybe even look at the next few weeks and you are scared of what it is that you want, whether it's that you feel like you'll never, never reach it, or maybe you are scared of the hard work that it takes, or you recognize the sacrifice that it's going to require, and you're scared that it's just too much for you and they're not going to be able to get there. And as I mentioned earlier, the reality is that God answers our dreams. He brought me to DC to DC to do work. He helped me launch this podcast and built an incredible community around it. And I think I was always just afraid that maybe that it wasn't going to be enough, that I wasn't going to be enough. And I was never going to measure up to what I thought I could be, what I thought I could do, what I thought I could produce. And so I really kind of just strayed away from praying about my dreams. Um, I strayed away from asking bold things in prayer, which was once such a big part of my prayer life. It was bold prayers that helped me launch this podcast. It was bold prayers that helped me land my job. Um, God loves when we come to him with bold prayers. When we are very specific, he can help us. Um, and that doesn't mean that he's going to answer our prayers exactly how we're asking for them, but he will be responsive. So for a while, really guys, a couple of months, I just would not pray about what I was supposed to do with a She Believed community. And I just honestly felt like I was in such a rut. Um, I loved my job and I really felt like I was pouring a lot of my heart into my job and I was learning a lot and growing a lot and just meeting new people and feeling joy there. But I felt like there was this whole part of myself that wasn't being cultivated. I felt just kind of like dead inside in in some certain places, not everywhere, but just in the places of my heart that like I knew that God wanted me to flourish, that I had once experienced um, fruit that I was just like no longer producing anymore. So a couple months ago, I decided to bring it back up in prayer and I just experienced this immense amount of joy. I began to pray about the podcast again and kind of floated around the idea of bringing it back up. 
But then immediately after prayer, like in the midst of prayer, I would be like so on fire. And then at night, I would like want to go and do something for it. And I would just be paralyzed again. And I like couldn't move forward. I would take any distraction. I would look at my phone. I would watch Netflix. I would watch YouTube videos. And I would just do anything to avoid like actually moving. And that's where I really want to talk about this paralyzing fear is the fear of just like keeping us in our bubble, keeping us where we're at and not allowing us to move any further, not even move forward, move back. It just like keeps us exactly where we're in. And I think I couldn't really explain this until a couple of weeks ago, I saw an Instagram reel talking about different reasons we procrastinate. And this reel was kind of something different. It was kind of about our work. Um, but this woman listed off three different things. She listed off perfectionism. She listed off the fear of failure and she listed stress. And I think these things apply even more clearly to procrastinating God's call for us. Um, because each one of those perfectionism, when we feel like we're not going to be the best, when we're not going to reach this idea of perfect in our mind, then it's like, why even do it? The fear of failure, like, oh, is no one going to like what I produce? Maybe is it just going to be a flop? Whatever I do, like, it's just not going to be good enough. I'm going to fail. So why even, why even take the risk? And then stress. We have so many other things going on in our lives, whether it's school, whether it's a job, whether it's relationships, like guys, we're living through a pandemic. There's so much stress in our lives that like it can take over really the thought of anything else. We don't even have space for it. But when we're thinking about these different reasons we procrastinate God's call, I want to add in a fourth one, and that is malnourishment. And I don't mean now, that's hard to say, say that three times, malnourishment in the sense that we aren't eating or drinking, but in the sense that we're not seeking nutrients from the very source of life. And who is that source of life? Jesus. So I want to bring in some scripture. I want to go to John chapter 15. If you have your Bible, follow along. If you want to search it online, you can read along with me, but it's going to be John chapter 15 verses five through eight. And I'm just going to read this to you guys because I thought this is so powerful. You've probably heard this before, but this is something we all need to be reminded of, myself included. So John chapter 15, five, eight reads, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him Will bear much fruit because without me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. So just take a minute, think about that. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my father glorified that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. So this whole chapter is just absolute gold. But going back to my idea of procrastination in this sense of perfectionism and fear of failure and stress and the malnourishment is that all of these things keep us from producing fruit. When we're not attached to the very source of life, Christ himself, then of course we're not able to produce fruit because we're not getting any nourishment to feed ourselves so then we can go out and produce more. So 
I really think that the lack of fruit that I saw, I equated with a thought that maybe this just wasn't my calling anymore. Maybe I was just called to leave my ministry behind. It was great for a season. Maybe God was calling me to something else. But guys, I think I had it all backwards. When I didn't see any fruit, I didn't recognize that it was because I wasn't doing anything. I just expected the fruit to be there. I I know I shouldn't, but I did. And I think we've all been there before. But we have to recognize that we have to move forward and trust before we see the fruit of our labor. We actually have to do labor before we can produce fruit. Like, duh, seems super clear and super easy. But if we're not rooted in Christ and if we don't follow his commandments, we're not going to be his disciples. If we don't do the hard work, guys, to achieve our dreams, we're not going to ever achieve them. And like, what does this passage say? It says that if we remain in God, if we ask him whatever we want in him, that it'll be done for us. And that same way that I told you about these dreams that I had, that I asked for really boldly, God provided because I was in him. I was asking these things through him when I had a relationship with him. And so when I tore off that relationship, when I said, now God, like, I don't want you to give me any bigger dreams because I can't handle it. I took out that the ability to bear fruit. And so no wonder I felt like so bleh inside because I wasn't producing anything new. No new life was sprouting in me. I was not producing new life outside of me in the sense of this mission and this calling that I knew I had been given. So although I was living out one dream and just loving my time in DC, I also had to remember that it was a dream of mine to launch this podcast and serve all of you through it. And I had asked for this dream. In Christ, I had asked for this dream to become a reality, and even quicker than it came to life, I allowed myself to forget that it was a gift altogether. But the moment that I realized that it wasn't about me, it wasn't about my weaknesses, but it was about what God wanted to produce through me, the fruit that he knew I could produce by working through and in him, that I was given the courage to say yes all over again and the very courage that has allowed me to be talking with you here today. And for that, all I can say is glory be to God. So I think this conversation is really relevant right now. Um, Like I said, whether this is something that you're going through or maybe something that you'll need to be reminded of in a couple weeks or maybe a couple months. But I wanted to talk about it not only because it's the story that I've been living for the past six months and why I have been gone, But it also is such a beautiful reflection, I think, for all of us during this Advent season, because each and every one of us has a mission. Maybe an angel hasn't come come to us like an angel came to Mary, but God invites each of us, if we say yes to him, to do incredible work to bear Christ to the world. So as we reflect this season, this Advent season, preparing for Christmas, preparing for the coming of our King, I want to reflect on Mary and the power of her yes, that Mary's simple yes to the unknown, completely unsure of what was to unfold, but it was her yes that has brought us here today, that God's mercy came through her, through her son, and is just bestowed upon all of us just through her small yes that has transformed the world. So what can our yeses do? How can we journey alongside Mary in the uncertainty and trust that God's going to be along us, along with us along the way? Because just as Mary held Jesus in her womb, we hold Jesus in our hearts when we receive the Eucharist. He is right there with us. And every time 
that we work through him, that we say yes to whatever it is that he's calling us to, he's able to produce good fruit through us. And so guys, I want to invite you to reflect on whatever it is that God's calling you to do, whether it's something maybe you've already felt the call for, or maybe it's something that you've been pushing aside, maybe it's something that you need to re-dig up again, but really take time to ask God what it is and then give him that bold yes and dare to dream big, dare to ask for those bold prayers, knowing that he will provide, knowing that as a good father, he wants to see you produce good fruit. So I think this is just the perfect way to start out this new season of the podcast. I want this to be a place where you can come, where you can dream bigger, where your thoughts and your views can be challenged and pushed and encouraged to really draw you deeper into relationship with Christ, to draw you deeper into relationship with the men and women in your life, to even draw you deeper into yourself, to look and see where it is that maybe you are feeling eh, where you're feeling like you need pruning and where you need to produce fruit. Because guys, I want to do that along the way with you. It is a journey. It is not a destination that we're at yet. It's a destination we hope to reach one day in heaven, but it is a gift to be journeying alongside each of you. So I just want to say welcome again. I just am so privileged to be able to be on this journey with you guys. And I want to invite you to continue to be a part of this journey, to be a part of this community. I I just love each and every one of you. And I think it is so unique that we can connect um, in a digital space, especially during this time of COVID um, and even beyond to just be able to meet and encounter people in a unique way. So I want to invite you to join me now every Wednesday instead of Mondays. We originally aired every Monday, but now it's going to be Wednesdays. So I want to encourage you every Wednesday to join me for a new episode. Sometimes it'll be just me. Sometimes I'll have some guests, women, maybe even some more men this season. And join us for our conversations about everything from faith to relationships to, you guys know we've talked about fashion And I even want to kind of bring into um, what it looks like to be in the real world. So whether you're in college, whether you're post-grad, whether you're high school, single, married, everything, I want you guys to be able to see yourselves through the conversations that we have. So also, if there's anything that you ever want to hear, a topic, anything, my DMs are always open. You can find me at Caroline Rose Owens on Instagram. And I also invite you to join the She Believed community on Facebook, where we just get to connect with one another in a deeper, more personalized way. Um, That's also just in a little safer community that's closed. And I also just encourage you guys to subscribe so you don't miss out. So thank you so much, guys. It is an absolute pleasure to be able to be back with you. And I can't wait to begin this new journey of season two of the She Believe podcast. So welcome. I hope that this episode has sparked a joy in you. I hope that it gives you the confidence to go for it and to say yes to God and to push that fear aside and take on the new year as we move forward into the Christmas season and into the new year um, with hope and perseverance. So until we talk again, I will see you next Wednesday. Bye. 